Blog Talk Radio. gentlemen how y'all doing out there today hope everybody's having a good monday that's right happy monday to you this is let's talk on blog talk radio i'm your host mr talking house all right so we got a, a very interesting show planned for you today man so i hope you're ready i, I think we're gonna get away a little away from um some of that dang on craziness that's going on up in Washington, D.C. and around the world. And we're going to talk a little bit about something I know some parents are about to get ready to go through, um, scholarships and things of that nature. So we're going to, you know, do a little information-like show, I guess you can say. (laughs) And, of course, if you have anything you want to add to it, hey, come on. Add, come on, join me. I'll be more than happy to hear what you have to say. All right, so anyway. Let me tell you how you can do that. First, the most the easiest way is call me, 347-838-8622. The next way is uh, you can email me at ericletslettstalk at gmail.com. And the final way is log into our, our um, chat room, which is always open at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash Mr. Talk. So, those are all the ways you can participate in the show, and I do look forward to hearing from each and every one of you because I love you to death. Yeah, I do, man. I, man, y'all, y'all all right with me? Because <laughs> uh, I know without y'all, man, I'd just be sitting here talking to walls and things like that, and you can go crazy doing that. You ain't know that. <laughs> I, I just thought I'd put that out there. Yeah, you can go crazy sitting there talking to walls. Because eventually the walls start talking back, then you really have to take a look at it and be like, uh, yeah, I don't think so. Anyway, <clears throat> just a little observation. Um, we got a song of the day for you. Um, Earth, Wind, and Fire, man. Yeah, we bringing the elements to you today. And it's, it's a pretty cool song called Heritage. And um, they got the boys joining. Yeah, you know, I don't know how, many, how old some of y'all are. So let me, it's, it was a little boy group. About four of them, I think, and they and they called themselves the boys, and um, you know they were rapping and you know something something like that. Anyway, so they're joining um, Earth Wind and Fire on this little cut here called Heritage that we you'll be listening to here in a little bit. Um, also, 
we might have a quote of the day. I don't know yet. I'm trying to find one. I haven't found anything that 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 fits the mood I'm in today. So we'll keep looking for that. Um, also, you know, I love y'all. I really do. <laughs> uh, and you know, sometimes, man, you know, I know um, um, a serious note here, real fast. Um, you know, I know a lot of you are upset because I'm, you know, I guess my show times are now sporadic a little bit. And, well, I do apologize for that. However, you know, uh, this time of year I go through my ups and downs and my swings and my highs and my lows. So some days I, I'm up for doing a show and some days I'm just not, okay? Um, it's not that against you. It's just the way I'm wired thanks to um you know my military service so please hang in there with me we're going we're going to come out of this little dull drum I'm in right now and we're going to get to a, a more permanent uh, um schedule and we're going to be making some things happen all right so i just had to get that out there you know somebody comes on me talking about you need a more permanent time yeah we know who that is we don't pay him no attention anyway um <laughs> um I think that's that's it for right now. And what we're about to do, we're going to go ahead and bring you the song of the day. I'm going to knock that out the way. And then when we come back, we're going to go on and kick it in the full, full, full force here and, and let some things happen. Okay? So y'all hang in there with me. I'll be right back. Here's Earth, Wind, and Fire with the boys. The song is called Heritage. Enjoy. Thank you. 
right, there it was, y'all. Your song of the day, Heritage by Earth, Wind, and Fire with the boys. <laughs> I thought that was a nice little cut. I thought I'd play it today. Uh, yes, yes, yes. Something different, something different. All right, anyway, welcome back to the show. I'm your host, Mr. Talk. And, of course, this is Let's Talk, and it's on Blog Talk Radio. And that is about the size of it. <laughs> I know, man. I know, I know, I know. Bear with me, God dang it. Bear with me. Anyway, so check this out, y'all. Check this out. Um, there's some interesting stuff going on, man. But I'm not gonna. We're not gonna talk heavy about um this political mess that we have going on right now. But I, there are a couple of things that I do need to mention here real fast, and um, we we'll talk about it next time we meet. And that's this 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 um private prison thing. You know, under the Obama administration they have sort of gotten away from the private prisons. Uh and we've talked exclusively extensively about on the show about those private prisons, how they build them and as part of the contract, the counties or states or whatever have to guarantee so many beds will be filled at any given time. And um, which, of course, means they go through the inner cities and, uh, you know, arrest our young men and women on little nitpicky things so they can keep the beds um, filled. Well, as I mentioned before, under the Obama administration, you know, um, they really got away from that. Um, And um, according to statistics, uh, they say that um, prison population is dropping. Well, we do know that uh, President Obama, you know, he did release a lot of individuals who were arrested for a little knick-knacky type stuff. Okay. Um, well, under the, this new administration, Jeff Sessions has decided that um, he wants to go back to the private prison um, <laughs> model that have been using and he's actually talking about building more private prisons. So, you know what that means when they build more private prisons? That means more of us are going to start going getting picked up again. And don't let's not forget, you know, this immigration thing as well. Because as I said before, and you can research it, these private prisons when they're built, they're built to house a certain amount of individuals that have to be in that prison at any time, at any time. So you you have to make sure you remember that. So, you know, and now we see this administration beginning to put their fingerprints and and, and on on just exactly what we're going to be dealing with here, which is, you know, very, very scary. Um, But as I said before, we're not going to get deeply into this right here, that topic right there, because, I got to do a little bit more research on it. And I just thought I'd throw it out there as a little feeler for you, you know, so you, maybe you want to do a little research on your own um, and um, make some things happen. All right. Okay. Now, with that being said, let's go to, uh, oh man, I got a score of the day for you. <laughs> and it's a pretty good one coming from Wayne Dyer. And it goes, thoughts are mental energy. They're the currency that you have to attract what you desire. Learn to stop spending that currency on thoughts you don't want. 
That's 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 pretty deep, huh? That, I mean, really. Let's go through that again. Thoughts are mental energy. Now, how many people actually thought and think that your your thoughts are ment are energy? Energy, huh? Growing up in, in in the church, there's a lot of you know a lot of the the holy rotors. They used to say, "Well, we're not gonna speak on that. We're not gonna talk that up." And, and basically, that's what it is. Um, it's mental energy, and, and sometimes these thoughts control your actions or what you do. And sometimes you know you don't even realize it. <laughs> you don't even realize it because you're so used to um letting letting these thoughts control your actions. You don't even think about it. Yeah. Okay. They're the currency that you have to attract what you desire. What you desire. Hmm? Learn to stop. Learn to stop spending that currency on thoughts you don't want. And then, you know, this this quote can be um applied throughout your just throughout life, period. It doesn't have to be um uh, um any particular part of your life. It really don't. You know, it is something that has to be. And we have to be able to control that. We have to be able to understand it first. It's hard to control something if you don't understand it. <laughs> you know, and when it comes to your thoughts being your in being energy, huh? Just think about that. Your thoughts. Let's let's get that one more time. Let's get that one more time. It says thoughts are mental energy. Mental energy. They're the currency that ha- you have to attract what you desire. Learn to stop spending that currency on thoughts you don't want. That's that's one heck of a, a quote right there. <laughs> I mean, the, the, the more I read it, the more I, I, I understand. You know, mental energy, and we we often talk about our, our, our auras and chakras and, and and things of that nature. And just think, we we never think about that part of it, huh? Your thoughts are mental energy. Wow. So you you control basically how you feel, what you're gonna feel. Because if you continue to think about it, think about it, dwell on it, you know, you you're draining your own energy, number one. And number two, eventually it's gonna take control of you. And you're gonna be doing things you don't want to do because you have allowed it to sap your energy. So now you spending spending your Mental currency <laughs> on things you don't want. Sometimes you need to go to the to, to the um, energy store and do a little shopping, huh? Strengthen that that, that the mental mental capacity, and then once it hits you, you don't have to worry about it. <laughs> now, don't don't get me wrong. I know we all have those points in our lives and 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 our you know day to day lives where we that energy just slowly seeps away and, and we're left with um, just a lower, you know, a uh, quarter, let's say like a gas tank, like a quarter of your energy left, you know, and we haven't taken the time to, to renew or, or, or fill our mental, mental energy back up. I hope I'm making sense to some of y'all. <laughs> but, and, and if you continue to 
uh, um, spend on, on your energy on things that you really don't want. By the time it comes to something you want, you won't have the, the mental energy to do anything. And you may miss out. Of course, that's the way I see it anyway. Um, but that, that quote was by Wayne Dyer, okay? D-Y-E-R. Check it out, man. Maybe you see it a, a, a little different than I do, but it is what it is. <laughs> All right, so that was your quote of the day. Uh, I'm, uh, yeah, I know I'm not trying to get too deep into that because I can get deep, deep, deep into that. I'm a nail boy, but we, we, I, I'm, I'm on a mission here today. Okay. Um, let's see. What's another nugget I got for? You? Oh. Ah, man, you know, I really wasn't going to talk about this. I, I really wasn't, except for I, I read something, <laughs> um, and I, it just caught me, caught my attention. Y'all remember um, last week? <clears throat> excuse me, when um, the 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 overpass in Atlanta burned up. Well, it burnt. Somebody, okay, here's the story. They say someone started a fire, and the fire got so hot that um, the overpass. Okay. Now, just concrete, and you have heat from a fire. Concrete, heat, fire. Okay, maybe the metal rods melted or something. I don't know. But anyway, <clears throat> you know, it's amazing how when um, the system wants to blame someone for anything, even though it may not be uh their their fault. You know, they may not have done it. That's all I'm trying to say. Um so what they do, they go and find the most uh available, most available person they they can they can put it on. And now I'm saying this because basically what they have said is his friends started the fire that brought the overpass down. Um because they, they they arrested this one guy, they arrested this one guy, and um, you know he said he met some friends there and they were going to smoke some crack together. However, he decided last moment that he was you know he going to smoke his 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 rock by himself, so he left. Well, the authorities anyway have decided to um, charge him, um, and his friends if they ever find the other ones. Uh, with this, with first degree arson, first degree arson, you know, um, and here's why I say they just find anyone because this individual had a long rap sheet and they were familiar with this guy who just happened to hang out down there. You know, he made the prime, he was the prime, um, um, how can I put this? He made the perfect scapegoat. Yeah, he made the perfect scapegoat. Um, <laughs> oh, man. It says, according to affidavit, affidavit by fire department lieutenant, the suspect admitted to frequenting the area where the fire was set and acknowledged being there on Thursday afternoon at about the time the fire started. Miller B. and two others, Barry Thomas and Sophia Burr, were charged Friday in connection with the fire. Um, Burr earlier was identified by a different last name, but she was listed in the documents released Saturday. Okay, whatever, whatever, whatever. Now, where 
in that whole thing did they say that man admitted to doing it? He said he admitted to being in the area. That's all he said. And since he admitted to being in the area, that automatically in in, in, in the authorities' eyes said, yes, you did it. You brought down the I-85 bridge. Yeah. And they posted set a bond at $200,000. Now, you know, this is a crackhead. Now, he he got to be on the street to make that. <laughs> but anyway, um, LB told investigators from the Atlanta Family Department of Fire Rescue Department and the Federal Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms, and Explosives that he met Thomas Barr there at about 4 p.m. and they discussed smoking crack cocaine together. But Ellerby ultimately decided he would consume the drugs by himself and left the area before the fire started. According to the affidavit, which was prepared in support of Ellerby's arrest warrant. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Y'all see how, how, how shaky that is already? Channel 2 Action News has been digging into Ellaby's past. Jail records show Ellaby has been in and out of jail at least 19 times since 1995. Charges range from drug possession, simple assault, battery, and criminal trespass. <laughs> of course, they had to bring that part up, right? That makes it okay for them to arrest this guy and charge him or his 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 friends with, with this um with burning down the, the, the I-85 bridge down in Atlanta. Now, you know what, though? And, and I said it, and I'm going to say it again. That just smells, man. That smells of just crap right there. They just found the, the, the best person they thought who, not number one, is not going to be able to really um, afford any type of representation that is, that's really going to sit there and fight these charges. You know, they, and that's just another example of how uh, this system works. The system works. It is. Really, I, I, I don't think, I really don't think, I may be wrong and I may be proven wrong later, but I don't think any of the, those individuals had anything to do with that fire. I don't. However, since that's the only thing that the authorities know about, and they know these individuals frequent that, because I'm, I'm thinking that that area probably is frequented by those that, you know, smoke weed, crack, or whatever, you know, sit there and, and drink and what have you. So why not go ahead and pull pull somebody from over there and charge them with it? <laughs> you know, basically it's guilty of, until proven innocent. <laughs> uh, and that and that's a prime example of the case right there. I do believe. I do believe. But we'll see how that goes. See how that goes. You know, I, I'm just I'm just throwing it out there, man, because I, I really, really think it's 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 a jacked up charge. I really do. Now, how the fire started, I don't know. I wasn't there. I wasn't there. But um, pass because of pass. Um, uh, examples <laughs> of the way law enforcement work. I'm sure those individuals didn't have anything to do with it. But we shall see. We shall see. Okay? Alright, so what else we got for you? Um, the title of the show today is How Much Are You Worth? And um, 
I know the title may be a little little misleading. Um, I hope you read a little bit of the um, description of what the show is going to be about because, you know, over this past weekend, you know, here where I am, you know, everybody's going to proms and, you know, getting dressed up. And um, a couple of months ago, they had signings to the different um, university and colleges that they're planning on attending. And the majority of these people, East Coast, what's up? Uh, most of these individuals, these kids, you know, they're going on some type of scholarship. You know, a uh, majority of them are athletic scholarships. And, you know, I somebody, <laughs> well, I ain't going to say somebody. Well, a good friend asked me a question this weekend. Um, so they had been talking about it with their cousin. And the question came up, when an athlete gets hurt, and he's on scholarship, and he can no longer um, play um, in whatever sport it is. What happens to that scholarship? Does he continue to to be? Is he able to continue to have that scholarship, or is the scholarship taken away? Um, and that was a dang good question. That was a dang good question, and so. I went back and I, I, I went I went looking and digging and researching and some of the stuff I found is just mind boggling and I'm sure that um, many parents many parents and I hate to say this don't really read the fine print on on some of these scholarships that their their kids are being given. You know, you hear a lot, a lot of this. Um, well, you know, my kid got a full ride from so and so university, or um, yeah, they're going on a, on a, a, a scholarship, and everything's taken care of. Okay, so you know, and, and as I begin to study, um, well, research—that's a good word. As I begin to research and study, um, I found that. Uh, the NCAA is a, is about as mm, how can I put this? It's a business. It, it's just strictly a business model. And the more I researched and dug in, the more the same question came up. It, it was a question that came up that really, 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 um, <laughs> um. Uh, that came up, which was, should college athletes be paid? Now, if, if you take a look at these teams that's in the Final Four, like the Final Two tonight, Gonzaga, North Carolina, you know how much money these schools are actually raking in um, off those, these players are raking in for the school? Just the athletic department alone. But the school gets a copy of that. But that's that's later on in the show. Okay, I don't want to get there yet. But um, just think about that while we're talking. But anyway, back to these scholarships, man. <sighs> number one, number one. Did you know that basically only Division One and Division Two university give um what they consider. Uh, athletic scholarships. D- Division three schools and the junior colleges, no, they don't do that. They, they, they're they not allowed to do that. 
Now, what they're allowed to do is, is give you, help you find Pell grants or other grants to help pay for your um, whatever your your books and things like that. But if Division One and Division Two, they're actually allowed to give you to give you um, <laughs> to give you um, scholarships. Now, and here's where it starts getting a little dicey. And and this is what I'm say. Everybody thinks a scholarship is once you're given a scholarship, you're good for four years. That is not true. That is that is not true. Now, what usually happens is scholarships are basically reviewed year by year. Now, there's some instances where you, uh, if you're good enough, now if you're good enough, yeah, they they would guarantee they would give you a scholarship for four years. <laughs> but believe you me, if you do something wrong, or better yet, your your production starts to drop it, and somebody else comes in, you, your child no longer has that scholarship. And then the onus falls back on you, the parent, to pay to get your kids through school. And it is it's not a new it's not a new uh, um rule. It's not. They've been doing this for a long time. Hmm. <laughs> however, however, you know, and I think we as parents, especially African American black parents, a lot of times we we push our kids. We try to, you know, because we know it's going to be hard for us to just go in our pocket. And instead of doing, how to say the 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 logical thing of, okay, you should start out in junior college, get your core classes out the way, then let's move on. We wanna we wanna um say our child is going to. Duke University, our child is going to here. Yeah, but they have scholarship, right? Did you know the average scholarship is eighty? What is it? Eighty-seven hundred dollars, I think it is. Yeah, I think that's what I wrote down. Eighty-seven hundred dollars. <laughs> you know what is that going? What 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 is that going to do? What is that going to do? Um. <clears throat> And here's a, here's another uh, bit of information that a lot of parents uh, don't know about. Are you aware that 7.7 million athletes apply for only 138,000 scholarships across the United States now? Yeah. Now, of course, this is excluding men's football and basketball. And as I just said, the average scholarship is worth only $8,700 a year. A year. Now, any of you have ever been to college, just took a couple of courses. You know, books, man, books cost are outrageous. As long as you're talking about trying to eat <laughs> um, and a lot of other, a few other things, 8700 a year. That's if you have a full scholarship. That's if you have a full scholarship. Um, and here's another term that you hear a lot of. And if any of you have kids coming up, and, and 
you know, you be, you're getting ready to go through this, this, this process. Let me tell you a term that is going to be used. And when they tell you this, tell them, no, I want to hear that. And the, the term is student athlete. You hear me? Student athlete. <laughs> now, I know most of you say, what's wrong with that term? There's a whole lot wrong with that term. Okay. In 1950, 1950, okay, the president of the NCAA at that time came up with the term student athlete to avoid paying workers' comp for injured athletes. Did you hear what I just said? <laughs> now, see, that, that that opens up a whole nother can because a couple of years ago, University of, of Wisconsin football players got together and, and sued to become unionized. At one point, you know, they won the battle. They said, yeah, because the claim was we're not athletes. We're employees of the school. We The school gets us to come to play sports. Now, the school argument was, well, no. No, no, no. You come to get an education, and just playing football for us is just an added advantage. <laughs> now, at one point, um, there was a um, a board that agreed with the players. So, like, yeah, you know, that makes sense. Okay, y'all can go ahead. However, after the university and the NCAA appeal, it came back and was denied. So, but once again, we back to that that, that 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 question: Are the athletes employees, or are they they're, they're student athletes? But that's why that term is used so often now, because it, it by saying student first and then athlete, they're basically saying you know um, you you come in to get an education, which a lot of people say, yeah, that's what you go to. You go for the education. The average student goes for the education. But when you start talking about athletes, especially when you're talking about uh, football, basketball, uh, baseball, it's more than that. It's a whole lot more than that. And you only getting a scholarship worth 8700 a year? Really? But these the, – the, the, the NCAA college football. Let's just take college football and, and college basketball. Those are for the for the top schools. Say sixty, say seventy five, eighty schools. Division one, division one, multi billion dollar um, corporation. Are you aware that scholarships? It, it, it's a, it's such a funny. Have you ever thought about who pays that scholarship? Where to get that scholarship from? The scholarship comes from the school and is paid back to the school. Did you hear what I just said? The scholarship comes from the school, but it's paid back to the school. So in all, in actual, actually, the school is not losing any money. None. All I'm saying is when you get these scholarships and when your 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 child starts getting these visits from these coaches and uh, oh they're going to they're going to make it sound so good so good so good you know we'll be able to do this we get you in this we get you that get you that if you don't have that in writing if you don't have it in writing it's not worth nothing 
Of course, we know that's that's the case in many, many um, things, especially when it comes to paperwork. But when it comes to scholarship, oh, yeah. And here's another piece of that, that, that puzzle that a lot of um, a lot of parents aren't aware of. Let's say during your child's term at their school, there's a coaching change. Your child wasn't um, recruited by, by the incoming coach. So now what that leaves is a big, big problem. Here's a case, um, I'm telling you, in South Carolina, where Lou Holtz recruited a young man, all right, a quarterback. All right, so, and he gave him a scholarship, and he was good. Well, a couple of years in, they fired Lou Holtz. So Steve Sperrier came in. Y'all know the old ball ball coach, but <laughs> and what happened was number one, Steve Sperrier changed the guy's position from quarterback to wide receiver. Okay. Um, the guy couldn't cut it to wide receiver. So then Steve Sperrier pulled his scholarship and said he's not um division one division one um material. And that's how they do it. That's how they do it. Coaches can go in and pull a scholarship at any time. Any time. They don't don't have to give no legitimate reasons because there's really no regulations um, um, governing that kind of stuff except for the little, you know, the little normal stuff that you hear. Um, They fell in in school, which they only got to have a 2.0. 2.0. they got in trouble and required disciplinary action. They violated some um, school policy. You know, just little itty-bitty things that if they really want to pull the scholarship, they can get it. And no questions asked. case of this young man I just, I just spoke about, he in, ended up having to leave school because his parents couldn't afford to send him once the scholarship was pulled. And that's a lot of cases with, with a lot of these athletes. With a lot of them, you know, you, you, and and now that that I've researched this and I sit and look at these kids when they signing, you know, because usually the, the community they have it on the local news, so and so is going to this university, so and so going for that university, and, and I'm wondering how many of them really are aware of what they're getting themselves into. Hmm. I, I'm wondering. You know, and, and it's just, uh, it's a business. Like I said, it is a business. <laughs> it is a business. So basically, to answer the original question, if one of them players get hurt and he can't come back and perform the way he um, he was performing for then, yes, his scholarship is gone. It's gone. Bye-bye. <laughs> um, you know, it, it, it's just these little things, and we we a lot of times we don't we don't pay attention to we don't pay attention to it. Are you aware that I know you're not aware? But I'm going to make you aware that once an athlete gets to the school, there's some paperwork that he has to sign. There really is, and one of them is that he will or by 
by the the um, rule book of the players. And this this book is four hundred and eighty five pages of rules and regulations that this player has to follow um, if you want to keep his scholarship. I wonder how many of them actually read that book. <laughs> oh Lord, have mercy! Now. That's the scholarship part. That's the scholarship part. And as I say, eighty the average scholarship is eighty seven hundred a year. Eighty seven hundred a year. Now, when you, you you take a look at that and you look at football stadiums that that's filled during the fall on summers, um, basketball teams, you know, spring, what have you. These these programs are, are raking big dough. I'm talking about the big schools now, the big big boys, you know, the Notre Dame's, the Michigan, Florida State, Florida, um, Alabama, USC. You know those 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 big boys. Where it no matter if they have a losing season or not, they gonna fill the stands. <laughs> you know, North Carolina, UCLA, Duke. You know, it depends on what sport you're talking about. But those are the big boys. Those are the big boys. Now, another little trick that these schools do is it's called um, oversigning, oversigning. And what they actually do is they bring in more, they recruit more, more um, students than they're allowed, more athletes than they're allowed. The way they get away with that is they say, well, you know, um, we lose so many seniors, uh, and we go, and you know maybe this one will quit the team and what have you. So they're allowed to do that. But remember, it doesn't matter who they bring it in. That scholarship is basically just one year, one year. It's renewed per year. It is. Now here's where the issue comes in as far as the money part. The money part. Um, in a lot of cases, um, let's say, who who can we say? Deion Sanders, Deion Sanders, and Bo Jackson. Those were two two sport athletes. Now, you know, baseball players can be drafted right out of high school. Yeah, they can be drafted right out of high school, and they can actually go and play college football or whatever, and still get paid um, from, from whatever their baseball thing is. You know, that's that's one of those little, little uh, uh, how, how you put it, those little uh, details that slip between the cracks. But you take the average football player or basketball player, only thing they're supposed to deal with is the scholarship money or the, the Pell Grant money or whatever they have. That's it. That's how they're supposed to survive. But then you take the coaches. The coaches can have <laughs> they can have their own television show. They can have a shoe deal. Um, they can have a radio show, and they're getting paid for all that. They're getting paid for all that. Not to mention the multi-million dollar contracts they are getting paid from the school. So. Yes, we finna take it a little further now. We finna go a little bit further. So why can't these players get some more money? Why can't they? 
you know, I mean, they're out there banging heads or what have you. The NCAA actually has, you know, in the NFL, you got this big concussion thing going on where the NCAA has 71 pending cases against them for concussions. For concussions. So to say there's no 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 harm or damage being done to these young kids is not true. Yeah, I know y'all seen that commercial that says um, <laughs> that comes on on uh, sometimes that said ninety nine percent of college athletes would go pro in something else besides sports. Yeah, besides sports. <laughs> Uh, if you you take and add football, football and basketball, less than two percent, less than two percent of, uh, of will go actually uh, um, pro in the NBA or the NFL. Less than two percent. Now, of course, you have the other leagues like uh, the development league. Um, they can go play overseas, or you know, arena football, or what a semi-pro. But that's you know, I'm talking about going into the NFL or the NBA. Compared to nine nine percent of baseball players actually go pro, and that's because baseball play baseball actually has a um, minor leagues to where they can go and play until they're ready to make it up, move up to the big team. But see, these aren't the things that we're teaching our kids. Yeah, I mean, I have no problem. My son, he's in basketball, and he's dang good. He's dang good. But like I tell him all the time, don't make that. No, 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 no. We're not gonna make that. That that the only thing you going you going you working on. No, we're not even having that. And that's even before I, I dug in and looked into all this. So I know well what I'm <laughs> and see we have to we, we we have to be do better. We have to do better. I'm not saying we we're we're messing up per, uh, purposely. I'm not saying that. But there are times we you know, we get so caught up in um uh these coaches come sitting in your living room and talking good or your your son or daughter getting all these letters, you know, we want you to come play for us and so forth. But you're not, they're not explaining any of this other stuff. And we're not asking those questions. And we're not asking the questions. And from now on, them call your child a student athlete. Don't let them call your child no student athlete. Because <laughs> I just told you why, why it was used. So they won't have to pay workman's comp if the child, if, if the player ever got hurt. I'm not making this up, y'all. I promise. I promise I'm not. But, um, you know, and, and when we go back to the money, why are, are, are the, the athletes the only ones restricted from not making money? Hmm. Why? And the bad thing about it is, it's not that they're being given a lot of money, but if, let's say, they're hungry and a coach takes them out to get something to eat, that's a a violation of the NCAA law, rules. Why? Remember a couple of years ago, or was it last year, the basketball, the guy that won the championship, 
and he said, um, there's many nights I've been hungry. I've gone to be hungry, and everybody was shocked and awed and mad. How's that? You you play for them? You going hungry? Now you know how. Everything that's gold, <laughs> everything that glitters ain't gold, right? <laughs> um, so, you know, when you, when you, if you about to about to be in that situation or have been in a situation, go back and review, man. Or make sure you up on on exactly what type of scholarship your kid is being is being offered. What what's in the scholarship? Because there's another um, interesting thing. A lot of the mentor um, uh, said, give the scholarship. They said, after the parents don't read or understand what they're they're signing. The the the, the athletic directors and coaches they know what's in that scholarship. They know what you can't. You supposed to sign what you can't sign. They don't tell you. Business. It's a business. One expert is not in writing. You're not getting it. Just you're not getting it. Cause come sit up in your living room and um, tell you how good your son is and how much they want them to play. Say yeah, uh huh. <laughs> yeah, uh huh. Sure you do. Now, there's a couple of states that have passed laws that says um, colleges, some the colleges in their states now has to offer four-year scholarships. They have to offer it. But the fine print is they don't have to honor that four-year contract, that um, scholarship. So on a on a on a the, the, the top it says yeah four year scholarship but on the bottom it says renewed year by year review year by year and if somebody come in better than you and you your your child's performance has dropped hey <laughs> I'm sorry um maybe you need to go over here and play for um this division two or three team they need a quarterback you know and that make yourself look a little bit better. And that goes on a lot. Coaches will help you go to another team, another university. That frees up that scholarship that they want to give to the new incoming superstar. It's all part of the, it's all part of the game. It's all part of the game. Just the little things that we don't know about. And we just sit up there and we root for our uh, our favorite teams. And man, that joker tough, man. Look at that joker right there. Mm, mm, mm. Little do we know. <laughs> Little do we know. And here's another interesting part. I see you, Pianca. I'll get to you in a minute. Um, here's another interesting part about this. Are you aware that law students, um, but any any regular student um, can actually go and intern and make money while they're in school and on scholarship anywhere they want to. And the only student that cannot do that is the athlete, college athlete. 
What's fair about that? <laughs> huh? What's fair about that? If you say they're a student athlete, why can't they go and make a little money too? You know, and I, 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 what I'm going to say is I, I encourage you to go out on YouTube and just pull up some of these 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 um these videos of these college um, guys talking and pros too, Jalen Rose and all of them about their experience in college. <laughs> you know, um, they out there playing, uh, practicing basketball and Jalen Rose say, you know, I may dribble the ball off my foot or, you know, miss a pass here and there. And the coach say, well, what's wrong with you? And Jalen Rose say, what's wrong with me? My mom likes about to get cut off. That's what's wrong with me. So and, and and these kids they go to man, I <laughs> I don't see how they do it. You know between practice, games, um, schoolwork, where do they have time to do anything else? You no, know, um, <laughs> one university I forgot the clip where they said these they gave these guys what they call paper classes, and a couple of these guys they were taking um foreign language class and they were taking Swahili Swahili and basically it meant you know if you're you below that 2.0 during the summertime you're going to take a class like Swahili you know get your A's and what have you bring your grade up then you are eligible to play play during the fall thus making the university more money Hmm. Question that was asked to them: um, How much Swahili can you speak? <laughs> All three of them said, "Not a lick." So, and I'm giving that example because they're using these kids to make millions and millions of dollars. But at the same time, now remember, I said the scholarship comes from the school, paid back to the school. So they're not losing any money there. They have you on a year-by-year scholarship, so they're not losing any money there. But if your child blow out a knee or or, or, um, concussion that leads to problems later on in life, that's on you. That's on you. Where's the fairness in that? Just a little, little some, some, and, and you know, I just thought we'd talk about this a little bit today because you know it, it, the question was asked me over the weekend, and I said, yeah, yeah, and uh, that's a good thing, especially this time of the year. This time of year. All right, so I, I'm a, I'm gonna quit talking now. I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and open up the phone lines three four seven eight three eight eight six two two. Um, let me know what you think about this. Um, the scholarship and athletes should they be paid? Should these um, college athletes be peace be paid? You know, just a little something. Or I say the scholarship is only eighty seven hundred a year, eighty seven hundred, but basic. <laughs> you know, as you watch any of the sports, man, you know they out there hustling, and you know, mm. At the end, they win championship. Coaches up there raising the championship thing, and the coaches getting raises, and the kids just got to go back and do it another year. I hope they can do it another year and avoid injury. 
talk, boy, I tell you. It's just crazy, isn't it? <laughs> All right. Let me open up these phone, these phone lines, man, and see what we got. All right. Uh, let's see. Area code 870. Welcome to the show. Who do I have here? What's going on, Eric? What's going on, Cubs? How you doing, man? What's up, Cubs? I, <laughs> I, I knew you know who it was. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on, brother. Let, let me get Pianki in here. All right. Okay. All right. What's going on, Pianki? I'm glad you can call in. Well, you don't have a regular schedule, so it's a hit and miss with you. You know, you know what, Pianki? If if you would come to the show when I first start, you would learn more than what you think you know. But anyway, uh, I just want to say that. You want to say that every time you call in. <laughs> All right, I'm just putting it out there. But you put out All some right. good information today. I had to, I had to. I don't know if that's you saying that or somebody next to you that's sitting with you. But it's real good information. Well, thank you. And uh, and my uh, answer to your question, I still say no. <clears throat> Only paying. I think that it should move to make sure that that uh, athlete. That's that student that's participating in the athletics that's assigned for athletics, then they should be given a degree. They should be make sure that they leave there with a degree. Uh, make sure that they graduate, and that's the way it's sort of is in the uh, University of Missouri Columbia. Athletes are given the support, and you know the thing too about the you made mention about those that get injured. I toured that school, and in the explanation of what goes on in the program, they said that they bring a, a student in, an athlete in, and they do measurements on them, and they record the measurement. They have all sort of, they even have a scanner. What's those MRI scanner for the body? Mm-hmm. And they do measurements on on their physical traits of their body, and if they get hurt, they rehab them to the point where they can, you know, perform, perform as good rehab as they were when they first came in. So that's pretty good. Yeah, but the problem is they're still not guaranteed that scholarship. I don't know what it is at, um, at the University of Missouri, Columbia. Well, but I, I mean, agree it should be guaranteed. The scholarship, not the scholarship, the degree should be guaranteed. That when they leave there, they they leave there with a degree. So what you're saying is okay. that regardless regardless to how their academics are, they should still uh, receive a scholarship. I mean, receive receive a degree. Well, they gonna the academics got to meet be has to be on par in order for them to get a degree. Yeah. Well, see, I, I, I mean, I'm, I'm I'm sure you went to college too. I went to college. Uh, I actually went for a couple of years myself, and. Uh, I know when you're an athlete and you're a good athlete, you kind of get you kind of get floated through a lot of your a lot of your courses that you're taking. Just to say, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So uh, uh, whether you're learning the material or not, you get you kind of get floated through there, you know. So I, I don't I don't really know, Bianchi. <laughs> well, well, not in college. Uh, I have a grandson. How you doing, Bianchi? It's been a long time. I hadn't spoke to you in a while. Over here. I hadn't had time in. I just I'm been doing, kind of kick back listening, man. I'm doing fine. Now, my grandson go to LSU. He plays baseball. 
Well, he's taking business with a minor in energy and also engineering. But I'm paying for that myself. Now, he got scholarships from the school, but he also mm-hmm. he got scholarships outside of uh, the school. He got scholarships from St. Louis Cardinals. He got some scholarships from some other organizations. But, uh, mm-hmm. you know, I pay for that out of my pocket, majority of it. Okay. Well, you know, a lot of parents aren't able to do that, Pianki. And and here's another important. Well, you know what? Pianchi, you know what's on. available? Hold on. Hold on. Hold, you go on. There. hold on. Hold on, Pianki. Hold on. I think let's let's go and put this point out there real fast. These students, these players, they're not uh, um, recruited to, to get no degree. They recruited to make money for the football team to play football or basketball. That's what they're recruited mm. for. Well, that's the parents' responsibility. And before you go to saying that a lot of parents can't do that, I, we know that. But that's why come many states have programs where you can start as soon as that child is born, saving toward the education. And I, I, I believe it's Texas that if you start, if you save one hundred thirty-five dollars a month, and when they graduate at eighteen, then they can go to any state school for free. For your for their degree, degree, Missouri has a program similar to that too. Hmm. Okay, I haven't heard anything like that in the state of Texas. Now they do have programs for in-state um, um, military and things of that nation, but that 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 there, I haven't heard anything about. <laughs> I have to go mm-hmm. look and more that. emphasis should be put on the to, you know, this. I think the federal government may even have a program that allows you to. To deduct from your taxes a certain amount of money that you apply for your child's higher education when they reach age, so it should be more emphasis put on those type of programs. Oh yeah, let's put emphasis on those. And, and how about um, not eating? You know, working two or three jobs. You know, I mean, it, it sounds good. It sounds good. Don't get it wrong. For those that are able to do it, yeah, do it. But what about those 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 families that just can't? Afford to put that kind of money away. It's sad to say they're out there, and not to say they're well, going it's sad to say they just ain't gonna make it. <laughs> no, and see, and that's where we run into this issue where if my child is good at some type of sport, we can get them in the school and on this scholarship, but they're not aware of the of the, the, the the little pitfalls and the tricks that these schools use when recruiting these kids and signing them to scholarships and stuff like that. But now, Eric, I'm going to say this. Um, you got to realize uh, when, you, when you get a scholarship, you're kind of getting a, a free ride college deal, man. That's, I mean, you, you're, getting a, you're getting an opportunity, you know, do something. You know, if, you, if you're an athlete, you, you're getting a chance to play sports, something you like doing, and you're getting your education paid for at the same time. So, I mean, uh, I don't <laughs> – I don't see what a school, university, owe them anything besides outside of that. I mean, you gotta, you get your, you get your books. Most of the time, you get your books paid for. You get your, your, your classes paid for. Your, your dormitory expenses uh, paid for. And I mean, and you having, you having hellacious fun. Don't tell them what all you ain't doing there, man. You got chicks. I'm, I'm just being honest, man. You got chicks spending the night with you. You partying. You drinking. You having a ball, man? What? What? What else? <laughs> well, I tell you hey, what, I'm if not, I caught hey, my I'm kids doing that stuff, I'm gonna be in trouble. 
Now, I've been out of school for over 20-something years now, but I'm just telling you what goes on in these, in these, univer- in the, uh, these universities, man. It's not, it's not what you think, man. If your kid calls a home for money, it ain't because they need it. It's because they want to have some fun, man, most times. I, 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 well, I don't know about that. I mean, there may be some cases like that, Vernon, but I don't think there's all of the cases like that, man. I, I mean, I mean but majority, the majority of America, I see it, man. I see it, hey. Mr. Talk. I was there. <laughs> hey, well, I, I'm gonna tell you. You know what? When I first came to in the military, I did the same thing. <laughs> I mean, they gave Man, you me got what, they gave me, look, look. They gave me somewhere to stay. They fed me three times. I had I had clothes to wear every day. I had a certain uniform to put on. You know, <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, so I mean, yeah. I. I think the I think the university is you know doing enough you know I don't think they should pay them you know like I like but like you said you know if it's something outside the university where they can you know uh, make money off some kind of sponsor or something that's different I don't care nothing about that but as far mm-hmm. as the uh, university actually owing them money for playing uh, sports outside the scholarships and paying for their schooling no I I disagree with that. But is the scholarship really there to pay for the schooling, or is it there just so they can get them into the school? Well, I mean, whether it's there just to get them into the school or whatever the case may be, it's there for you personally to have the chance to to get your uh, degree, to say. Ah, you have the opportunity okay. to get that You degree. have the opportunity. Yeah, you have Between... the opportunity. It's up to you what you do with it. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, Eric, here's another thing, too. Okay, go ahead. Here's another thing. Why is there so many black kids going out? You just laid down a very good example. You put some facts out there. I agree with with all your facts. Everything I heard you say is pretty accurate. But why do so so many black families are cheering head for football and basketball when you got baseball there that is a whole lot more lucrative than those two sports, and you, and you you may you know some of those some of those uh, players that's playing in the uh, in March Madness won't even graduate. Let's long go on further. That's true. So why is that? Well, it's be simple, because in football and basketball you can go pro immediately. In baseball you may go pro, but you may spend some years in the minor leagues at the same time. Yeah, but you get paid. But, no, but no. when you come out of that college, it's different. What? They don't look at it like that. They don't look at it like that. Who who don't look like it? You mean the athlete? The, 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 the athletes are the parents. They don't look at it like that. Well, I, you know, I agree with that. Let's be honest. I agree in, with it. Let's be honest. In our society, baseball is not one of those sports that we um, strive to do anything in. You know, we usually brought up the the like football or basketball, one or the other, one or the other. I mean, let's be well, honest. That's a be fun- that is a recent, actually, it's a recent phenomenon because it used to be just uh, used to be black used to participate hands over fist in baseball. Yeah, it used to be yeah, up about sixty percent. Yeah, yeah, made up about sixty percent of the major leagues. Right, it's fall. It is fall. It is falling. Uh, now I'm gonna tell you something that kind of um, took a toll on it in uh in my community. Um, they had a different program, you know, uh, called Babe Ruth, and and uh, they had the, the Dixie Dixie League and all that stuff there here. Uh, and mm-hmm. um, when um, 
but now they've changed it over to this Cal Ripken thing and and you know the the, the different expenses and the traveling and different stuff that the kids do. Uh, a lot of the parents just when they when they reach the when they reach that uh certain level of Cal Ripken, like maybe twelve, thirteen years old, they just pull them away from it now, man. They just mm. don't even don't even they don't even deal with it anymore. Because it's it's a, it's well, a competition. I knew no here there's a competition thing. My kid got to have this kind of bat. He got to have this kind of glove, and he got to have these yeah. kind of gloves. You got to pay for the uniform. He got to have these kind of shoes. He got to, you know, you you, you mm-hmm. got to spend so much money with him to go out of town, and and you know, <laughs> it, it just what yeah. do you get? It that's just, all I mean, in the development. So what, that's uh, all in the development. Pianki. Uh, he said that's all in development. Yeah, we here. Um. Okay, I, yeah, I didn't know what happened to him. I don't know. He said something, then he left. But, you know, when, when you start talking about that, and the same thing with, 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 the, with the football, you got the 707 camps, the, um, you know, the little football camps, you know, what have you. Then mm-hmm. basketball, you have the AAU tournaments and teams all across the nation. Um, and it's it's the same. You know, you got to pay for um, – your uniforms and if they traveling, you got to, you know, make sure you got money to travel with. And so it, it's, well, most of them play out of boys and girls clubs where they don't not, have to pay not, that not, stuff. But you know, the, no, not here. Well, here, not, in not here, they don't. here in St. Louis, they, okay. they, they have right. boys and girls. They got Herbert Hoover. They got Matthew Dickey. They got city rec. They got the, it's, you know, the same thing in the county and the city. But the thing is that I don't like is that they start practicing around June, which is totally ridiculous. Let those kids play other sports. And some coaches don't want their player and high school player to play other sports. And then, or do not know what you just got through uh, presented in your early part of your program? What? what that what, their what possibilities are even graduating is slim. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, okay, <laughs> okay, but like I just say, the, the the you know it, it sounds good. Universities there come sitting in and say, yeah, we we all about graduating rate, which actually, um, athletics graduation rate has gotten better, you know, in recent years than it has been. Um, you, you know what it, part black of ass, black football players had a higher graduation rate than white football players at one point in time. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Of course, cause, because because down there it, it was in us though. Down there LSU forced to do that. Huh? Go ahead. Down there at LSU, you ought to see that facility that they athletes, their football players stays in. It looked like the Hilton from outside. Oh man, you. Hmm. you, you uh, see, and, and once again, um, Alabama, University of Alabama, you look in their, their, their um, locker room, it's like a professional team's locker room. I mean, just laid. So and here's my point. If you're doing all this, you know, to, to get the student there, uh, athlete there, I mean, why not give them a little bit more? You know, just a little bit. Don't you think he earned that? You building um, indoor spacious facilities to rival the Cowboys and what have you. Um, why not? Why not? I mean, I'm going I'm to ask you a question, Eric. What more does he need? Does he need? What more does he need? Yeah. Well, you know, um, let's see. Uh, you know, like the basketball player, I think he was from Villanova. You know, when he's hungry, he has some money <laughs> to eat. 
Okay. Well, yeah, they should okay. have a real they, plan. Uh, now, 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 now. Oh, no, I mean, now, when I was in... Now, when I was in college, we had we, we we had a meal plan. We was we was eating three times a day. You know, I don't know how much more. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's let's put it this way. Yeah, that's twenty twenty one times a week. <laughs> okay, this thing. <laughs> All right, let's say um, the the eighty seven hundred uh, scholarship, right? Basically, eighty seven hundred divided by twelve twelve months. That's seven hundred twenty five dollars a month. All right. Um. Let's see if they stay out. They got their own little apartment. That's four five hundred gone right there. Um, books, you know, books. You know, the college books cost enormous now. Some of them one two hundred dollars. Um, just just toiletries. You know how you spend on that a month? Yeah, one book is two hundred dollars. Yeah, I mean you got gas. So seven hundred twenty five dollars a month, Vernon. is not a lot of money. It's just for the necessities. Oh, okay. Uh. Back to what I was saying. Okay, now you was talking about student athlete, right? Yeah. Okay. I mean, when I was student athlete, my 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 meal plan, my books, my uh, my my uh, dormitory uh, dormitory expenses, uh, uh, all that stuff was paid, man. <laughs> We're not talking about the 1960s, Vernon. <laughs> <laughs> All that stuff. I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm behind in time. I don't know what. Maybe I don't know what's going on now. But I mean, then yeah. it, it, it I mean, was all paid, man. I mean, okay. Wait, 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 okay. Let Let me ask you this question. I'm not trying to be nosy, but I, I just want to, um, you know, compare. Okay, were you on scholarship? I was on scholarship. Okay, how much was your scholarship a year or a month? Man, that's been twenty something years. I can't remember them numbers, man. Right. It, it right. wasn't. I'm, I'm sure it wasn't. As, I'm sure it wasn't as high as it is now, man. Because it only costs right. uh, about. It only costs about maybe three thousand dollars a semester then. I'm, and I, I think I heard some kids say, "Nah, it's it's way higher than that." <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. And see, <laughs> and see, here's a, here's another part that I forgot to mention. Even though they get these scholarships, sometimes these kids still have to go out there and get Pell grants and other things just to make it. You know, just to make it. So, um, the, the just the scholarship alone, a lot of time is not doing it for them, taking care of them. Mm-hmm. You know, right, have we so got to the we, point now where we have we got to the point now where we give our kids so much? That we feel like other people ought to give them something for doing things. Okay. Well, well yeah, that's some true. Sometimes too. <laughs> I can tell you what it is. It's Louisiana State. Hang on here. For a but 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 Louisiana State. This is for half a. This is for half a semester. Tuition forty four thousand dollars. So multiply that by two. Required activity fee six twenty one. Operational fee eighty dollars. Technology fee seventy five dollars. Academic excellence fee two hundred forty five dollars. Non residence fee eight thousand three hundred and forty two dollars. Other words, if you don't live in the state, it's going to cost you sixteen thousand six hundred and eighty four dollars a year. Registration fee ten dollars. Residential housing. This is the housing. That's thirty three hundred and ninety dollars a half a semester. That's sixty six sixty seven hundred dollars. For a year, building fee forty eight dollars. You got the twelve Tiger meal plan, which he wanted was nineteen hundred and seventy six dollars. Student excellence fee three hundred and five. Subtotal nineteen thousand one hundred eleven dollars and sixteen cents. Time two. 
And I'm going and I'm going and I'm going to now and I'm going to tell you something, and and y'all mm-hmm. can believe this or not. And that's there for in, in any of these big, big, big um, uh, D1 schools, because I, I know that's really what y'all are talking about, D1 schools is bringing in all the money, because them little small schools, mm-hmm. they, they, they have athletic programs they bringing in to bring in, like the big D1 schools. No, uh-huh. no, right, okay. right. Okay. It ain't, no, it ain't a good athlete playing D1 ball that ain't got all that, all that paid for. I guarantee he got all that paid for. Okay. <laughs> now, 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 see, you get this. See, and, and but you know what you bring? You bring up a good, good point. You, you're right. But it's getting paid. You know, it's getting paid under the table, or you know, the boosters like, okay, don't worry about that. We got this. You know, you I just bet, go out there. I, I bet his scholarship. Eric, I bet his huh? scholarship covers it, man. I bet his man, scholarship. What they're paying? What they, his scholarship covering it? I'm, I'm, not, I'm not saying I'm not saying he's not getting anything under the table, but I guarantee nope. those those, uh, those alumni and different things are making sure uh, the people in that university, the big, the big, you know, I bet you they making sure that his his education is paid for. If he's I mean, he's a good athlete. Yeah, yeah, I, I was about to add that. As long as he's performing, as long as he's performing up to par, you know, and he's not getting in trouble. <laughs> <That's it>. mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. <laughs> but but I mean the numbers Bianca just 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 joined, man. Look, eighty seven hundred just ain't gonna cut it for a year. Mm-hmm. It's not. I mean, that's mm-hmm. a basic scholarship. That's not gonna cut it. Now you, know, you talking and, about at LSU? Well, LSU, it's, Florida, Florida State. I mean, any like you said, any of the big schools. Is, is that what he was? Yeah. Even the black schools are pretty much the same. Do you do you believe do you believe that the um. That 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 the athletes at LSU, I mean uh, the ones, the ones that the the, the the ones that stand out, those those ones that are really on the on the playing squad. You really think they struggling to pay pay their bill there? Do you believe that? Okay, the ones, well, the ones on that stand out, but the ones that's on the line and the ones that's making it possible for the practice, they 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 not the ones that's standing out. You got to have bodies no. there for practice, right? <laughs> That's true. Right. That running back for LSU, Leonard uh, Frote, I think he's for going next semester. He's going pro. Yeah, he's a pro. Yeah, he's in the draft next next week. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I was just saying. I mean, now most of the time you scrubs. I mean, a scrub is a scrub, man. <laughs> <laughs> See, a scrub is a scrub. Then now, but here's the point too now. You didn't mention about this though, Eric. The NCAA Division One only allows twenty-five hours a week practice. But check this okay. out: if you're okay. doing engineering, in which many athletes don't do engineering, if you're doing an engineering course, that first and second semester is a total of about thirty-four credit hours, seventeen credit hours a semester. Now. You have to put in anywhere from two and a half to three hours per credit hours. So that's 51 hours that you got to study on those 17 credit hours a semester. 51 hours studying, 25 hours of practice. What is that, 76, 76 hours a week? Yeah, something that's like that. That's two damn jobs. 
But <laughs> <laughs> two fools see, have jobs. But see, here's here's something else you missed, though, Pianki. This something else you missed. And no, wait a minute, hold on. See, because he said, okay, well, the NCAA only allows 25 hours, right? That's with coaches mm-hmm. present. That's with coaches present. You know, now, how yeah, you get yeah. around that? Coaches, I mean, the quarterbacks, you know, quarterbacks got a meeting, a little practice or whatever, or, you know, the receiver group got practice or whatever. That's without, you know, per se, coaches being present at the time. I mean, they do it, Pianki, they do it. They can meet out in the park someplace, what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. They sure can. You know, and, and mm. I guess the bottom line is what I'm what I'm trying to say is, you know, don't 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 go into the situation thinking that one scholarship is is, is going to take care of everything. Don't do that because you're setting yourself up for you. You know, and, and most, now, I most tell you. don't understand that. No, they just don't understand it. But now, ahead, you know Pianchi. what else, too, Eric, is that uh, I wouldn't bother. Well, you know, I don't like to talk about what I, I do. But, you know, <laughs> some parents <laughs> some parents get their kids an apartment or a condo in the town that they, they, they go into school. And that cuts a lot out of that outstate uh, residency, a whole lot out of that. And get them a microwave oven, teach them how to cook. Now they're going to the grocery store buying their own dang on food. So there are hmm. ways to uh, to cut down on on those costs, but it, it requires some careful planning, and the planning has to begin early. You can't wait till you're a senior and mm-hmm. all of a sudden start planning. You got to start planning that stuff early. Well, yeah. And I heard, I, you, I heard you talk about the I heard you talk about the guy that. Uh, that, that 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 the coach asked him what was wrong. He said his, his mama can't pay a light bill. Who, who fault? Uh, no, whose fault is that? <laughs> is, is that the university no. fault? <laughs> no, it's not the university fault. <laughs> she, I mean, she was probably having them same damn problems before he went to that university. Well, that's yeah, true. Right. Well, where's the daddy at? <laughs> I don't know. I didn't ask what the daddy was. <laughs> look, look. I don't even you know, know you I, I, just, that, I just, I just, I just thought about something. I, I kind of know where this comes from. <laughs> say, what? And you know what? You're right, man. What's your name again? What's this? this is Vernon, man. This is Vernon. Yeah, Vernon. You're absolutely right. Now let's see. We have these conversations last week <laughs> on the the on the value of having a functional family. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Yeah, you got to have a. See, all these things, Eric, I argue about this all the time. We pick particular topics to discuss. But, see, you got to go back to square one. You have to have a functional family for all this to work out. It, mm-hmm. it, can, be, it, can, it can work out the way it is now, but you have to come from a functional family. Now, I'm not talking about no 38-year-old grandparents. You have to have a complete functional family. Who said he didn't have a family? <laughs> well, you said the kid I mean, say he worried about his mama lights being cut off. Look, it, it was um um who who said that? Uh, 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 uh Jalen Rose. That's who said that. You know, yeah, that's who said it. Well, but, I think Jay, know, what is he doing now? He's a commentator, I think. But anyway, yeah. you know, 
I understand what he's saying. You know, um, I'm out here practicing, you know, but I'm worried about my mom, you know, because she's struggling trying to get me through school. I understand what he was and saying. And here's another point he was trying to make. You know. And you got you to gotta have a balance between athletics and academics, man. You can't just have a child out there. As soon as they get out of school, they're out there practicing. They need to be doing a balance between the two. Just in case, you know, like you just laid those scenarios. You know what? Here's here's a good example. And, and uh, the NBA and, and, and college basketball with their one and done now. You know, so basically those those kids aren't going to school to get no education. They're not going to get no education. They're going to play that one year that they're required to play. Then they're jumping to what they think is a, a future of, of millions and millions. In the actuality, many of them don't even make it there. They end up playing overseas or in the D League somewhere, you know, and that's it. Hmm. You know, so no, that's dumb. well, I mean, they're doing it. Who, who's Kentucky? Kentucky is their players are real bad about that, you know. And the coach is not trying to get them to stay; they pushing them. Go ahead, go ahead. So, and here's the reason why: because that's constantly freeing up scholarships, so they can get the next big thing to come in, you know. Plus, then that way they keep winning, they keep winning, they keep getting the big contracts, keep getting the endorsements, and it's just a steady cycle. But the kid, you know, he out there still struggling. Okay, I came and played my one year, and okay, I'm gone now. And that's it. Well, I tell you what. Well, you, uh, but in that case, you, though, he don't deserve anything because he he has an artillery motive coming in anyway. You know what's that? <laughs> Make it to the, go to the league. Make the millions. You know, I got to play one year. That's it. That's all I'm playing. Look good this one year. Play my hardest this one year, and that's it. Well, can't these don't these don't these kids go to these uh, tryouts and these trials where they can get an idea of where they are? Of course, but if you, mm-hmm. of course, but if you have if you have if you have that one great season, like like <laughs> you have that one great season, and you know you you lighten up, you leading the scoring, you know you led your team this, and they made it far in the NCAA tournament. That's all they that's all they looking at. You know, and so you go and do well at the camps. Okay, we got you. You're the number one between the first and tenth pick in the NBA draft or the lottery pick. Then you get there and you flame out. But you got the money Mm. you was looking for at the first contract. See what I'm saying? Because you weren't that good Mm -hmm. in the beginning. You know. Right. Well, baseball ain't all that good either because they – you know, look at uh, David Ortiz, Big Pappy. I think they signed him for like $4,500. Yeah, I mean, uh, but you, you baseball is a different animal because they draft you right out of high school, but they have a minor league system in place that you can go and work on your game before you come up to the minors. I mean, come up to the well, majors. Some, well, that shortstop what? for LSU, he was drafted by the Detroit Tigers, but he for, said he was going to school. And, yeah. uh but uh, that there is like a minor too. But I tell you what, uh, you can get jacked up in the baseball minors too. Uh, all that traveling, you sleeping in some flea bit hotels, and it ain't no glory down there. Then too, what happens? You end up staying there for a long time. You may stay in there till you're 28 years old. Then when you come out, what you gonna do? Hey, hmm. uh, as 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 um, Cuz just said, who fault is that? 
<laughs> hey, hey, you you're living your dream. You you playing pro ball. I mean, yeah, okay. you 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 was enjoying you was, you enjoying yourself while you're doing it, man. Yeah. I mean, it's not like you are you really feel like you are a prisoner of nothing. You 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 doing something you love to do when you when you playing uh, when you're at least. Mm-hmm. I mean, now, most baseball. of the time. I mean, I, I love baseball. I, I, I was that was one of my favorite sports, man. But Vernon, okay. the minimum salary in baseball is like five hundred thousand. If you play thirty-four games, if you appear in thirty-four games, you are vested in a pension that pays you about thirty-five thousand a year when you can, you know, collect it. Mm-hmm. So that there is pretty good. But the thing is, to get there is not not that easy. I mean, right. people sit back and think easy. baseball is is a dull sport, but get up there and try to hit a. A uh, ninety mile an hour fastball or a curve. That ain't easy. It's it's not easy. I mean, you have to realize. I mean, now a lot of times in sports, if you're not just outstanding, you're gonna have to have the right connections to get uh, to a certain level, man, where you can be seen. If you mm-hmm. if you don't if you don't if you don't figure out uh, get in touch or in contact with the right people. Uh, you know the right, the right. Um, what word am I looking for? The right, the right agent. I mean, not agent, but the uh, recruiter, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're not, if you don't get in contact with the right people, get hooked up with the right people, and if you're not an outstanding athlete, you're probably gonna get left behind. Like, like Bianca was saying, 28 years, old, 28 years old, still in the minors, you know. So it's gonna be, it, it'll be tough then. I mean, you and you can be, and you can be probably better than somebody's out there playing, playing in the. Um, in the majors now, but you don't have the right contact. Yeah. I, I mean, prime example, um, Kurt Warner. Remember, he was playing arena football. <laughs> Remember? Mm-hmm. He just came up for a trial. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, he can have <laughs> well, look at the Here you know, in St. Louis, we had uh, Gary Templeton, who was a better short – well, he was a better hitter than Ozzie Smith. Mm-hmm. But he got in some trouble with a fan. Then he they, he got in trouble with a fan, and St. Louis got rid of him and brought in Ozzie Smith. And, of course, you know the rest is history. So those things mm-hmm. do happen. Yeah, yeah. they do. Um, let me bring on this lady. She's been very patient. Let me get her in Nice to have a woman's <laughs> point of view. This lady, welcome to the show. How are you? Oh, hello. Hello, Mr. Eric. Hello, Miss Lady. Hello. And I just wanted to say, when you posed the question about the mama probably had those problems before uh, in terms of the light bill, yeah, I'm sure she had those problems and a lot of other financial difficulties because that shiftless, no-account so-called daddy sperm donor who never contributed to his son's upbringing or the household expenses was nowhere to be found. So, yeah, she's going to have financial problems. Um, and then secondly, I want to I mean, now. Uh, <laughs> hold on. I can go over. Hold on. Hold on. I can go over. Okay, go ahead. And before you let her talk, Vernon. <laughs> you, you don't have to tell Vernon to let me talk. He's not your child. Go ahead. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I apologize. Well, I tell you, I got something for that. <laughs> and he's not your child, okay? Are you Vernon? I mean, I might Say be what? Are you his child? Who, am I, who's child? I mean, child? really. 
yeah, you hit Pianchi's child because he said, "Let her go ahead and talk." And so he's he's the. Oh no no no! I'm letting no no no! I'm I'm letting you I'm letting you 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 said I should let you talk. I was just letting you go ahead and talk. Go ahead. Uh-huh. And that that's very typical because when you come in for a scene on the TV, those those uh, male college and professional sports players when they turn around to the camera and they say hi, mom. They rarely say hi, dad. They're always talking about how their mother had to struggle, how they sacrificed, how they worked two jobs, and how they were there for them, and their fathers were nowhere around. So let's get that. Let's just move that out the way. And secondly, I want to say, um, in terms of having having to have a functional family in order to go to college, I would suspect that there's a large number of people that go to college that come from very dysfunctional families. Because what trumps dysfunction is resource, financial resource. So there's a lot of parents that are alcoholics, drug users, um, domestic violence uh, uh, abusers. Um, they may not even be involved in a child's life for whatever reason. They may have been married three or four times, <clears throat> Trump. But child's able to go to college without having to work and be worried about his mama having to pay his phone, her phone, her uh, light bill. So money and resources in a, and trump all of that at the end of the day. Because if a child wants to make something of themselves, a young adult, and they are, because I, I know people in that situation that are absolutely on point, and they are A students, and they're going to do just fine. That's what I was just just about to get at. Uh, uh, I, I know, get done, I know Vern. people that. Okay, go, I, I, I thought she was done. Were you two minutes later? Vernon, she did not need you to direct him. Or do uh, that's what I was just going. No, I don't need to direct you. How's our bonding kind of? BS going on. Is that what that is? Because if you don't, when you start talking, she's gonna come back but, in and talk over you. Let her go ahead and get it with you. Know, I thought she was. I, I thought she was done. But uh, were well, you were well, you done, Miss Lady? Yeah, I should no, have asked no, yeah, you're I'm done. pretty much. I'm talking to Vernon. So yeah. So I don't know okay. if you still be directing well, when and when not to talk, Vernon. Or if this is little but, um, bonding BS going on. Because when I talk, I'm talking to all the listeners. <laughs> I, just, I know, uh, yeah, no, I know what you're talking to about. You just like to hear yourself talk. You see what I'm saying, Vernon? You see what I'm saying? <laughs> he just likes to hear himself talk, and everybody knows that it's obvious. You can't laugh about the listeners. Okay, go ahead, Vernon. I was just going to say, I know what you're talking about. It was uh, I, I, know, I know a lot of students. That um, with uh, people that went to went to college, they didn't have the support from their uh, parents, and you know, in different uh, situations, uh, like most a lot of people do, or well, some people do, and uh, they went to college, uh, finished, got the degree. Uh, a lot of them got the masters, uh, and um, like I said, it, it's um, the thing I was saying is financial situations. Um, a lot of time, that stuff that was probably going on before that kid went to school, you know. Um, and I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm gonna be honest. I'm gonna be honest with you. I hear a lot of people talk about financial. But I, I know ladies right now, single mom, single mom. Now, I mean, I heard you, I heard you say what you said about the dad. Can talk I mean, about I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, yeah, I was a. Nah, nah, I, I told you, Vernon. I'm a single. I'm a. I'm a. Hold on, wait now. I told you, Vernon. 
I got I got two boys, uh, twenty two okay. and nineteen. I was a single father. I mean, they 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 I raised those boys. I didn't have any help. I didn't have any help from their mother. Their mothers didn't 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 do anything. But I never complained about it. I never called them and bothered them about anything. You know. So and but but to get past all that. Regardless of what you're seeking parenting, you got to know the parent got to know how to handle business. Uh, and I'm, I mean, I'm gonna see this. I've seen a lot of single moms. It's just not a couple months ago, maybe a month ago. Boy, they got them seven and eight thousand dollars back in them income tax return. They went on a spending spree. They didn't care nothing about what was gonna go on in the future. They was living it up. They didn't care anything well, about their future bills. They didn't care. Hold on, wait, wait. Can I finish? Let me finish. Let me finish. Okay. Now, I'm not saying all single parents did it. Now, I'm not saying all single parents. I'm not saying all single parents do it. But I, I hear a lot of people complain. Those, those same ones, I see them sitting around sobering, and, and and it's already started. I I can't pay this bill. I can't pay that bill. Up uptown. Uh, going to these little local churches, trying to get money for their bills, or up to the to the uh, little place to pay pay your light bills and stuff, trying to get the light bills and paid. They they feel like they, now they feel like somebody owed them something because they went on a spending spree and spree and, spree and just blow. And now, I'm what not talking about. Do you think that I'm is not, of all the women you no, know? No, I'm not. No, I'm not talking about that. I'm not talking about. We can always bring up individual. Uh, <laughs> I can bring up the actual opposite. Well, I know women who were single that put their kids through private school. I told life. you, Verna. Okay, I, I, that's what I. Well, I, I, I said. I said. I said. I did say no. not. I did say yeah. not all of them, Miss Lady. I said I'm saying yeah, I told you, you that were very I'm irresponsible with their money. It's easy, but I know men that are even worse. I know men that went yeah. about campers and motorcycles <laughs> and all that BS and the latest cell phone and rims trying to show off to women and other men. And we can always bring up examples of that, but like I say. I met somebody in my family that sent her daughter to a private college that was 35000 a year through high school, and now she's at an Ivy League institution, and she's paid a lot of money, 50000 60000 just the loan and tuition a year. So we can always oh. bring uh, examples of that. But what I'm saying is it doesn't negate the fact that they had some trifling shifts in no account daddies there were sperm donors that have not contributed <laughs> to the household. Okay? Well, well okay. Uh, um, Ms. I Lady, told you, Vernon. I don't, know if, I don't know, hold on. I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this. I don't know if you know this, Miss Lady, oh, but I, 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 I was. You're, you're, you're like a little, you're a thorn. You're just like Ms. a little Ms. thorn. Ms. Like a little thorn. I'm not like the conversation. I'm not the topic. The topic Ms. is on athletes. Scholar athletes. Where's the word? Now, Miss Lady. Miss Lady? Now, are you black? I'm, I'm, I'm just asking the question. Well, I'm, no, I'm I don't think so. But what that's not important. Now, what, yeah, I, well, what, what I'm fixing to say, what I'm fixing to say is, is pertaining to, to black people, which, which are people that I'm, that I'm around most of the time. Time is black people. I live okay. around black. Okay, it, it, there's a lot of parents now, mothers, that are giving up their kids 
to their parents that that responsibility. I mean, that what's the difference in that and a and, well, and, and, and what they said, what they call uh, what you hold on a minute, wait a minute, and what they and what they call a dead. Where did she go? The go. The they let the kids Vernon, go. I can't hear a word trying you saying. Where you at, Mr. Tuttle? Come on, I'm gonna, I'm gonna leave it alone because we, we can go, we can, we can go back, we can go, we can go back, we can go back and forth. What I'm, what I'm saying is that most people i'm not i'm not blaming the them i'm not blaming the man i'm not blaming the woman most people but most people i can't well, hear I mean, you Vernon. she talking over you i told you let her go ahead and talk oh, be quiet yeah, you I'm keep I'm talking that's the problem i'm i'm down with this lady all right all right all right all right all right could i say something mr mr talk Without <laughs> somebody interrupting, I, I can't do it now. As long as you sit there. I don't want to hear Pianchi. I was talking to Vern. I don't want to hear nothing Pianchi got to say. Okay. I'm going to work my volume all the way down. Tell okay. me when I can say I something, Mr. Talk. Brother, brother, at the end of the day, you can't escape the fact that they got no count, trifling, undereducated, underemployed daddies that have not been responsible uh, for fathers. Everybody hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. All right, I done heard it, and let's just put it this way. They're on both sides of the aisle, okay? You got the dirty, no good, shiftless daddies on one side, the dirty, no good, shiftless on the other side. I mean, they out there, okay? Let's just go on the call it with it, okay? They there. women are so loud. My goodness. I mean, no, no, can I ask you one question? Ask you one question before you finish, finish. Talk. Can I say something, Mr. Talk? Can I, can okay. I ask you one Ripper, question before you finish? Okay, hold on, hold on. Go ahead, Pianchi, and Vernon, you can ask me. Go ahead, Vernon. And, uh, and, and, I, and, and Vernon, I understand you didn't catch this. You know, when they talk about these sperm donors, for a person to be a recipient of a donor, they either got to have a cup or they got to have their legs open. One or the two. <laughs> and see, here's, the, here's the point. Well, it's true because if you look at the courts, at the at the broad definition of rape, you know nobody's getting raped because the broad definition of rape is as wide as the Mississippi River. So they either got to have a cup or they got to have they voluntarily open their legs. <laughs> now let me say something else. <laughs> Let me say something. And by the way, I have a I, I got a friend that pays eighty thousand dollars a year for their daughters to go to grade school. He's got two of them. He's only paying a hundred and sixty plus. Always talking about what I know. But here's the thing: these the, who's raising these males? It's these females that's raising these males, and they complaining about what they have to choose from in a grown man. Well, hell, you produced them. Why are you complaining? Well, you produced them. And we know that's what's going on. And as I mentioned before, when you have this dysfunction in these families that's created by these women to the point where you got 38 and 35 and 38 year old grandmothers, whose fault is that? That is totally ridiculous. I ain't part of that. I don't know about you, Vernon. I don't know about you, Mr. Talk. That is a mm-hmm. separate entity that we can only stand back and shake our heads at. Okay. He's ratchet. All right. Go ahead, uh, um, go ahead, um, Vernon. What you had to ask me? 
Well, I tell uh, you. Well, no, I'm, I, I really don't want to say it. I'm going to leave that alone, Eric. I was no, just, go ahead. I, I'm on, okay. Really? I was just going to No, let's go on to something can, more civil, like we was having a civil if, conversation uh, before we were interrupting. See if you can dig up Mr. Solutions, man. <laughs> oh, see? You know what? You know what that's going to right? <laughs> the three of us was having a civil conversation until we were so, so loudly interrupted. So there you go. There you go. I, I thought she was muting. Okay. All I say All is right. the women choose from the, the males that are, that in their neighborhood or where they they're where they are. They're here to respect the retail. And it's so disrespectful. Just break in over people. Oh, Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You know what? You know what this argument is it sounds like? Which came first, the chicken or the egg? You know, if one person will have an idea say the chicken came first, I was going to say the egg came first. No, it ain't well, chicken. It's an old line, hen. The, the bottom line is There's you got rancid. There's an old rooster that takes, that listen, that got, that, that, well, I won't go there. See what I'm okay. saying? See what I'm, I'm saying? <laughs> All right, hold on. Let me bring, let me bring. There's an old rooster that can't crow no more. That's what it is. Okay. All right. Let me bring this other caller here. <laughs> Lord. Triple one, welcome to the show. I have here. Hello. Hello, Maze. Hey, Maze. How are you, Maze? Brennan, I'm so glad hey, you have respectful. Hello. Brennan, I'm so happy that you have respectful women. Me too, Brennan. <laughs> and not have to go there and be like that. It takes a woman to teach some men how to be. And some are not used to women, so that's why they have to try to degrade them. Mm. Huh? That's right, babe. You said what was the topic, Mr. That's why your wife ran away Eric? from you. Yeah. Okay. I mean, there's no need <laughs> to be uh, one male or female. I mean, there's, there's no need. <laughs> you you really get nowhere when you do that. You just, no. You get no, a lot no. of arguing no. going on, and then you have nothing. But Vernon, so the woman didn't teach him how to act. That's why he disrespect women. But I called to talk to discuss about the baseball players and all of this and what's quiet. Other kids don't get the opportunity to participate because all schools don't have baseball. Okay, that's a good point. That's a good point. Okay. And also, and when they get in those little leagues, it's political too. And just because you went to college and you played on a scholarship and you played don't mean that you're going to go to the pros, just like the football player or the basketball player. But you don't have that many looking like us anyway. And if you get in there, you're a lucky one. Because all that money you spend, you try to get to where you're going. Because I know two mm. great players that was great. Then They did all they needed to do, had to do. But they get them out of private schools, too. That's where you mostly you find your black ones that try to play baseball. That's where you find them at. Remember that man that had the little girl that pitching against those boys? Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. And oh, had the other little kids crying. That's what's wrong with baseball. <laughs> Hmm. <laughs> uh, what, they, they, they well, you know what? Well, there's so many Dominicans in baseball now. There used to be more African Americans, but there's more Dominicans now. Mm-hmm. And not that many Americans. The Dominicans took over, I guess, and other people don't see that. I know a well, lot of kids that went well, out. Well, you gotta, you, you gotta, you gotta realize we once had a Negro League. Yes. Yeah. So, they mean, didn't want that to happen. And, and you know. Oh, that got done away with when they, uh, you know, when we started playing in the in the in the white league. Yeah, they integrated it. Is that a good yeah. word? <laughs> yeah. Integrated. And I'm gonna yeah. tell you another thing that happened too, because my son played uh, bingo. He played uh, baseball, rug baseball. Well, there was uh, a little white guy. His parents were well to do, very wealthy, 
and had them on the black baseball team. And they, you know, they, they took titles and stuff. And that's uh, <laughs> what they did because they, they knew they hired a private professional coach for their son. Yes, they have those and look, Okay. And so they were spending a lot of money. He was getting private coaching. He made it to the phone. Hmm. Well, Mr. Yeah. Talk, I train baseball players. Sometimes parents want to pay me up for sixty-five, seventy-five dollars oh, really? an hour, but I don't mm-hmm. take it. <clears throat> but uh, you got uh, you have, for instance, Brandon Phillips' father down there in Atlanta, <laughs> right outside of Atlanta, there in Stone Mountain. He sent every year at least. He has at least three players in the draft every year. He does a marvelous job. My grandson is trained with her. So it just depends on what you want to do. But and it does, yes, it does cost it does cost money. Just like any sport, you should spend the money that you... It's a professional football. They were very well-fed. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the bottom, this the noise bottom, coming from it. Do people got the mics mute? You know, the bottom no, line is good. So the bottom line to all of it is... If you're better at something, you're gonna you're gonna receive better. If you're not better, if you if you're a little worse, uh, you're not gonna uh, get as much as the person that, uh, uh, that's better. That just that just uh, but that you just know how what? absolutely extra coaching can can actually make a difference. I knew someone that would rehab professional uh, football players, and uh, actually I, I went by his gym. I saw one rehab, and he was able. To get it together where he was able to get to that combine and do well, you know, you can just jump a little bit higher. You're a little bit faster. You know, whatever it is. And he was able to play phone for another three weeks. So No, I'm talking about football. From sometimes having that 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 special I mean, that person that's gonna try you, that's gonna push you, that's gonna be there, that's gonna really take you through the paces that know what they're doing. And this person trained uh, uh, college athletes. His brother actually won Olympic gold medal in track, and he was helping coach at one time as well. He trained uh, people training for the combine to get in shape for the combine. He trained people while they were rehabbing. He was actually, there's a, a visiting team playing uh, the home team, and there were a couple of players, I think, that actually called them up from their opposing team. So but it depends I, on who that trainer is, what his knowledge base is, what his personality is. It can make a difference. Not with everybody, but so many positions. Can I speak when Miss Lady finish? Yeah, I'm through. And no one. Uh, okay, can I talk? Excuse me. Mr. Talk, I, think I, I was speaking. When Miss somebody came Mr. in and interrupted Mr. me. Talk, I never can did I get done. Well, can I finish? Well, when you have a trainer, <laughs> they're professional trainers. And it's not like no person off the street to think they know how to play baseball. You got the one for to teach them how to get speed to pitch. You got to have one to teach them how to get speed to hit. You got to train them how to move, and you got to train them how to do. I, uh, that's what professional trainers do. That's why those kids they have them. That still don't necessarily mean that they're gonna make it to the pros. What speed do no. they get to hit? I don't understand that. Explain I didn't say that hit. I said to pitch. I said pitch. You said you said speed to pitch. I said both of them. They got to train. Well, you got to train them for that. You got to train them for each one. I don't know what you sitting hit. here telling P. Anke because you ain't trained nobody to do nothing. I how, do speed, how, do speed, <laughs> how do speed? How do speed? How do speed come into here? I know hit? what I speak. Listen, 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 you don't. And in the post dispatch, in the St. Louis post dispatch, we got students that's 
that's doing the first pitch for the St. Louis Cardinals, they mentioned me as their trainer. Well, Pianca, let me tell you something that you didn't know. You know that one of the pitches, that one of the best pitchers in those leagues that they have the the the, the no. The, what's the, the name? Something? Don't let be me talking about no water. It's kind of the Christian what's something the league that they have, and it's well known in America. I know one of the well, pitchers that well won known, it. Well known. What's the name so, of? Yo, yes, it. I can't think of the name of it at this moment, but you can look it up. Well, it must not be so well known. You be lying. He's one of the best pitchers that they have, but he ain't made it to the pros. What's the so name of it? telling me your grandson going to be disappointed, too. He may not be. Who, who's saying they must be the best pitcher in the pros? I'm the, I say he I won a trophy. For, what you saying. He won a trophy for three years in a row as being the fastest pitcher. pitcher. So if you're in the baseball, that? you should know who it is. No, you the one brought this dream up. Who is it? I, it's not a dream. You ain't got to look it up. All right. If it's, right. if it's so well known, you should be able to tell us who it is. You be lying. All right, Hold on, hold on, hold on. Coming up there with all that old crazy mess. No, it's not crazy. Look, now, the answer to your question, I think you're talking about bat speed, um, um, Pianca, as far as hitting. I think that's what she's talking about. I don't know. That's what, that's that's what she's saying. She should know what she's talking about. They bring this mess to the table. Mr. Todd, didn't you hear me say that? I said a pitcher and the one that bat. That's what I said. He just didn't hear it because he's so busy being evil. The one that bat. <laughs>
Yeah, I think they're in Southern Cal. I'm not really sure. They're supposedly be a very good basketball player. Mm. I don't know. I'm not. Yeah. A, I'm not aware of that. But uh, yeah, it's a black I, father. He's out there. The man having a lot of demands. Mary College. Hmm. Well, you know, sometimes that can be a good thing. Sometimes it can be a bad thing. And they said Colin Kaepernick you know, was very good, but they're, they're kind of blackballing him because he stood up for Black Lives Matter. Mm-hmm. You, oh, yeah, they you know, yeah, they're um, him. too, uh, Mr. Talk, uh, all the high schools in our area here had baseball teams. Okay. I mean, but that is a good point she brought up. Cause I know in my high school, yeah, I know we have baseball. We had track, basketball, football. Yeah, and that was it. <laughs> so I mean, parents got to work. Parents got to work to champion. And, uh, and had tennis. But no, but I mean, we weren't interested in baseball anyway. But the high schools around, around here, because of the activity of the parents, they have all the sports, including yeah, golf. Well, you, you have to understand, Peggy. You in St. Louis, y'all got the Cardinals, right? So of course, y'all so the high school gonna have a baseball team. <laughs> well, we got a farm team. The Cardinals have a farm team down there in Memphis. Okay, the Memphis Redberry Cardinals, right? I guess I don't and know. They got Bush down there. I wonder how much money they get for sports. Bush don't own the Cardinals no longer. I'll show you what you know. Whatever. Anyway. <laughs> oh Lord, have mercy! Anyway, this this. You know, Vernon, it just took me. You get some people to come in talking out of their lane on topics. No, yeah, I know about Remark. And you want to? He's talking about himself. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on. And we, me, the three of us was having a real civil conversation. I told oh, you what was going to happen. That's what you think. And see, uh, Eric, you the one had control. You got the control. Thank you. All right. Anyway, as I was about to say, the response to Miss Lady and the guy um, who wants money from her sons, you know, that was part of um, R3's problem. We got into Washington. His father kept interfering in a lot of stuff. And that's one of the reasons why. Um, who was it? Uh, Shanahan didn't didn't want to have didn't want on the team, you know, because he used to be in the in the um um locker room and stuff all the time as well. So you you know even if you are a, a parent, you have to be careful with that too. You know, even if you you know you the so called manager or whatever you want to call yourself, you have to be careful with that. Personally, I wouldn't want to be I wouldn't want anybody in my family as my manager. I wouldn't. You know that that's an awkward situation, especially when you have to fire them. You know, no, 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 no. I don't you know uh, something else too. Well, Father didn't have to fire him. Father didn't have to fire him. He made sure they got you what they You know what? You know what? Serena Father wasn't their manager. You know and what? They you was the best, and they was the best. They were the best. You know what you didn't mention about the NCAA, Eric? Is about they have raised uh, Division One, raised the GPA. To two point three, which I don't understand, man. Who in the heck? You could accidentally do a two point three. Either, either you, either you, uh, either you qualify at GPA or you got to qualify with your 
your entrance, your college test, you either your SAT or your ACT. Yeah, yeah. So that 2.2 <laughs> is not the bottom no more. Mr. Thomas, uh, I don't zero. think you have to have a degree to, uh, uh, for baseball. I don't, can't you come out of high school and go play? Yeah, well, you don't have to have a degree to play football. I'm trying to go <laughs> in the pros. You don't. You don't have to have a degree to go to the pros. Oh. Not in the football. I never enough. heard of that, but you got to have a degree to play baseball. No, that's not what I said. I said to go to the pros. See? Tiana yeah, can't comprehend, so I have to excuse him. No, <laughs> have a degree can't to comprehend. Sound the conversation. No, I mean, because okay. it's a lot of it's a lot of. Yeah, players. I was trying to undermine somebody in their statement. Dominicans don't. Some of them don't even go to school. Fernando Valenzuela, who pitched for the Los Angeles Dollars, because Dodgers couldn't even say anything other than dollars. <laughs> well, he had enough of them. <laughs> Oh, yeah, no degree to go to and also, no, and, you talk, and you discuss them going to going to uh, to, to college. Uh, it depends on how you when you was going to grade school all the way up through high school. If you made uh, the grade, you don't even have to pay to go to school. You go to school for free. What okay. you say? I didn't um, get that. How you do you go to school for free? How do you go to school for free? If you make straight A's from first grade all the way up to twelfth grade, you get to go on the dean's list. You get to go to school for free. You don't have to pay. Where is where is where have they ever gave accounting of your grade school performance as it predicts of you going to college? I ain't never heard of that. We know you haven't because you're sitting in the woods somewhere. We wouldn't expect for you to. <laughs> have you ever heard of that, uh, Eric? I, 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 Am I missing I, I, something? Mr. Talking, if you be on the dean's list. If you be on the dean's list from the time you finish until you finish school, you get to go to school uh-huh. for free. You do not have to pay. Hmm. And then if you go to university and you're on the dean list, you still get uh, good money. Mm-hmm. What do they have I'm talking over here. Uh, I'm talking over here. What do they have dean in grade school, uh, Mr. Talk? Huh? We have what? What do they have deans in grade school? He's not comprehending. He got his dimension is um, Yeah, I'm saying. I mean, name a school district where this is going on. We don't. We don't live in St. Louis in the woods. We live, uh, you know. Name in, in na- uh, name a school district where look, this is going on. Look, look, look. let's not look at the education department, and you can find out. What education <laughs> department? The one when you can comprehend. All right, hold on, hold on, hold on. I got this. I got this. <laughs> Cause you know what, Jay, y'all getting y'all getting a little silly now. Oh man, it's not, man, y'all made me miss it. But anyway, um, I got five after four, so I'm gonna let you get your last words in. I have a meeting, um, community meeting, got to go to at five, so I got to get up out of here. But I'm gonna let you get your last words in, like I always do. So let me start with Maze. Your last words, Maze. Go ahead. Don't everybody live in St. Louis, and we don't live in the woods. Get it together, Pianca, and learn how to comprehend, and you make yourself a better person and make a better day. Have a good one. <laughs> you too, babe. Thank you. <laughs> All right, Miss Lady, your turn. I agree. I've been to St. Louis once, and that was enough for me. Mm-mm. No, thank you. Okay. That's it? Okay. Well, just have a good day. I mean, there's some good things about St. Louis. Actually, my network is absolutely just very kind people. 
unlike mm. other folks from St. Louis, but that's that's neither here nor there, nor there so that's it. Okay. I, I just wouldn't it wouldn't be the place for me to live, no. Oh, okay. All right. Thank you, Miss Lady. Oh, me either. It's cold in St. Louis. All right, go ahead, P. Yankee. Well, you have to look at Missouri spend more on education than Mississippi and Alabama. A whole lot more. Pitiful what they spend for education in them states. And doggone the heck, uh, the people up in St. Louis and up north should have stayed where they were and let people down in the south, Alabama and Mississippi, not be able to sit at the lunch counter, not be able to drink out of anything but other than colored water fountains, and they surely could not use the bathroom, the clean one anyway. Talking that stuff. But, Eric, you put out some good information in the early part of your show. It is sad that it had to be disrupted by professional disruptors, unintelligent on the points that they throw in there, can't name no names, mentioned about somebody being world-renowned, but they can't even name them. So uh, maybe next time we'll do a little bit better. Uninterrupted anyway. And ain't you lucky right. you don't have to put up with that ratchetness all the time. <laughs> I ain't even going there with you, Yankee. <laughs> all right. I'll talk to you later. <laughs> oh, my goodness. All right, y'all. I, I, I don't know. Um, basically, if you're dealing with scholarships, man, just read it and understand what you're getting yourself and your child into. Um, that, that's the best advice I can give you. Like everything else, the information is out there for you. Only thing you have to do is just go and look it up and and and, and find out what's what's what. Because if you if you don't ask them or let them know, you know what's going on, they're gonna take advantage of you. That's sure. All right. It's been fun, but like I said, I got to get up out of here. I got to be in 50 minutes, and that's already on the other side of town. So it's been fun. I want to thank everybody who joined me today, Pianki, Miss Lady, Mays, Cuz. It's nice to hear from you. Um, I tell you, man, wonderful, wonderful, wonderful show. East Coast in the chat room, my guests and stuff. Thank you for being here also. Um, gonna get out of here. Just remember, keep smiling, show appreciation, forgive with open heart, but make sure you're forgiving yourself first and the biggest best thing learn to laugh at yourself and especially on days like today if you learn to laugh at yourself everything else is just gravy all right um we're gonna take you out of here with some james ingram yeah what y'all know about him one more time and i'll see y'all friday man peace have a good one i'm out
Ay. <risa> <risa>